Welcome to the Hour of Excellence, Studio Presley, featuring outstanding dignitaries, superlatives, who can provide information on anything that you can think about in their particular area. I am honored to introduce an outstanding dignitary, the tax collector, Columbia County, Florida. You are in for a treat today, because as we say, knowledge is power, and we're going to get a lot of knowledge today. At this time, I'm honored to present Mr. Kyle King, who is the tax collector at Columbia County, Lake City, Florida. And as I said, this line introduces or presents outstanding dignitaries, superlatives, and it provides information to extend your knowledge. Fasten your seatbelts because you're in for a treat today. At this time, Mr. Kyle Keene, will you introduce yourself? Introduce yourself as if you're going into the world's history book. At this time, Mr. Kyle, the microphone is yours. Uh, thank you, Ms. Presley, uh, and thank you for having me on today. Uh, my name is Kyle Keene, and I am the tax collector for Columbia County. Um, see, born and raised here in, uh, in Lake City, Florida, graduated from Columbia High School, uh, graduated from Florida State University, and then started working here uh, at the tax collector office with Mr. Brandon back in 2005. Uh, I have a wonderful wife, Brandy uh, Keene. She's the uh, principal over at Five Points Elementary, and the good Lord has blessed me with two boys, a 15-year-old, Kyler, and an 11-year-old, uh, Kellen. So we, uh, we love being a part of this community and uh, enjoy raising our kids here. Thank you, Mr. King. What a great introduction. And as I said, fasten your seatbelt because you're in for a treat today because knowledge is power. At this time, Mr. King, how did you become a tax collector out of all the occupations, out of all the careers in the world? How did you become a tax collector? Well, it, it started back, uh, like I said earlier, uh, you know, Ronnie Brandon was elected tax collector in uh, 2005, and he hired me to come work in his delinquent tax department. And so I started uh, in the delinquent tax department and then was promoted to director of Avalorum Taxes back in 2011. And then Mr. Brandon uh, retired, and I was elected tax collector in 2020 and was sworn into office in January of 2021. Um, so that's kind of my career path to, to get to the tax collector seat. Now, why did I want to be tax collector? It's simply because uh, serving our community. I believe in, in service and serving our community. My mom's a former teacher. My dad retired from the you know, sheriff's department. So I, I grew up you know, serving, serving this community that we call home, and I, uh, and I wanted to continue that uh, tradition. Very good. Very good. Now, if you were to convince or try to convince students to do what you're doing now, what would be just a short maybe one or two sentences that you would tell them in order to prepare for what you're doing now if you well, had to I, talk with a group of students? Yeah, I think any any job in public service, you know, you have to have a servant's heart. You have to be willing to, you know, serve the public. And uh, I encourage everybody uh, to, 
you know, strive to, to do that. Try to be a servant heart and, and take care of the community where you live. Okay, thank you so much. Now, a personal question. When you walk into your office, do you brighten up the office or do they say, oh, here he comes? How do you, what is your impression of your employees? Do they welcome you with, with open arms or they say, here he comes again? What is your the environment in your office? Well, now, Ms. Presley, I'm the boss, so I think I brighten everybody's day, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but, no, I, I, I feel personally like the, you know, we have a good working relationship here with all of our, uh, I, I, don't call them, I don't call them my staff. I call them my team members because we are a team here, uh, and there's about 20 of us, 22 of us, and so we, you know, we all work together. We do uh, events outside of work for the community or just, you know, like we did the parade recently for Rotary. So we, you know, we work together good. And I, I think we all have a good relationship. We all respect each other. And so I, I, I tend to think that you know, it's on the brighter side, not the not the gloomy side when I come Okay, then. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. What, um, Mr. Keene, how are property tax bills generated? Oh, yeah, good, good question. Um, you know, it's the property tax bill is more of like a cycle, right? So when people buy property uh, or buy a house or, you know, property to dirt to build a house on, uh, that deed is recorded with the property tax or with the uh, clerk court. The property appraiser then picks that deed up. It assigns ownership, assigns a tax parcel number to that, and then, you know, once a year he does an appraisal to get a value, and then that, the taxing authorities, so here in Columbia County we have Board of County Commissioners, we have the City of Lake City if you live in the city limits, we have the uh, Columbia County School Board, Swanee River Water Management District, and the Lakeshore Hospital Authority are our taxing districts, and they have a budget that they have to generate so they can operate on and, and provide the services that they do for the citizens. So they take that budget and figure out, based on the, the value that the property appraiser, Mr. Jeff Hampton, has assigned, and figure out what kind of millage rate that they need to assess to that value to generate their budget. And so that's, that's really how property tax bills are, are generated. It's a three-pronged approach. There's the property appraiser who determines value, the tax collector who, I'm sorry, the uh, tax authorities who determine the millage rate, and value times millage rate equals taxes, and then that's what I collect is the taxes. Wow, you happen to be a you had to have been a smart person. Another personal question: Are you mathematically strong? Well, funny story. When I graduated <laughs> uh, Florida State University, I came back to Columbia County and I taught high school algebra for uh, about two years at Fort White High School. So wonderful. I I, uh, I don't know if I'm mathematically, you know, I, I like math put it that way. <laughs> but okay. my degree, my degree from Florida State is in business management, which is you know okay. that's math math based also. So okay, man. Thank you very much for that elaboration, Mr. Keene. What percentage of property taxes are collected in November and December? Well, yeah. Well, you know, due to the structure of the tax bills, you know, the earlier that you pay the bigger of a discount that you get on your taxes. So in November, if you were to pay your tax bill in November, you get a 4% discount. If you paid it in December, you would get a 
3% discount. Uh, January is a 2%, February is 1%, and there is no discount in March. So most people like to take advantage of that you know, big discount of 4% and pay it early. So we collect about 60% of the tax roll in November. And one of those reasons, too, good majority of people have an escrow uh, for their property taxes and their mortgage payment, and it's escrowed. And so escrow companies are required by state law to pay in November when they get the biggest discount. So if you have an escrow uh, on your mortgage payment where you're paying your property taxes every month in your uh, mortgage payment, then we, you know, they have to pay that in November when it's the 4% discount when it is the cheapest to the citizens. So, so we collect about 60% uh, in November, and then by December, most people are trying to get those taxes paid you know, by the end of the year before the next year rolls, rolls over for their taxes. So by the end of December, we, we traditionally have collected about 80% of the tax roll. So in two months, we collect... 80% of the tax roll, so it's, it's a, lot of, uh, a lot of foot traffic, a lot of mail coming in in the two months. Very good. Now, someone uh, told me to ask you this question. You know, I know you have tax deadlines and all of that. If you were to pay your tax, taxes early, do you get some kind, of a, some kind of discount? Is that a question for you or for your assessor? No, that's that's definitely definitely for me. Yeah, so you know, like we said earlier, in Florida, it's four percent discount if you paid it in November. Um, you have three percent discount if you paid it in December, two percent in January, one percent in February, and there is no discount in March. So you have and you have five months to get those property taxes paid when they come out, and the, the sooner you pay those, the the bigger of a discount you receive. Okay, now, I think what the person was asking, now, you are notified, um, if, how quickly, uh, how early are you notified about the, um, maybe the, the November 30th deadline tax? Do you get that in October, or you get it at the beginning of November, or what? Right, yeah, well, just to back up for you there a little bit, we get the tax roll from the property appraiser. The, the property appraiser is actually the one who builds the tax roll, and we get that um, from him typically uh, early October, and we have to you know work on it and, and merge it into our system and so forth. So it takes us a little bit of time. And so tax bills are mailed typically October 30th or October 31st, so the citizens get those tax bills relatively quickly. I think this year we were getting phone calls from people who have received their tax bills uh, November 2nd, November 3rd. So you know, people don't ha they don't have to wait for their tax bill to be in hand to come in and pay, but we have to we can't take payments until November the 1st. Um, oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, so okay they, they can come, yeah, they can come in anytime after November 1st, whether they have a bill or not, and, and pay their taxes, but we try to get those tax bills out and in the hands to uh, you know, our citizens as fast as we can. In fact, you know, we even offer e-billing where we can email your bill um, to you, and, and that's done you know, early morning on November the 1st. So you can wake, wake up that morning, and the tax bill will be sitting in your email box. Okay, very good. So 
what they were thinking, the, the caller was thinking that, uh, you know, early would be if, maybe if you get the tax maybe on, in um, October, and you just explain that. October, if they pay it in October, would it be uh, a discount? Uh, well, another discount, but I think you just, you just answer that. Yeah, okay. we can't take so, any payment in October. So Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. Now, when are your taxes considered delinquent? Okay, yeah. So go back to what we talked about earlier. You know, you have five months to get your taxes paid in November, December, January, February, March. That's your that's the tax season. So any taxes that are not paid by April the first are considered to be delinquent. April the first, mm-hmm. delinquent. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. And then it says they want to know well, what happens to the delinquent taxes. Did you say that? What happened to it? Oh, no, no. What I, happened I, to I, delinquent? I can explain that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, so you know, in April, April first, if the taxes are not paid, then they're considered to be delinquent. That you know, considered to be late. And so we we there's a three percent penalty that's added to the balance. So typically, take whatever that box is. Whatever your amount due for March on your tax bill, you would add three percent to that, and that's what that is what is due in April. And then we also send out, you know, so we send we mail you a bill in November, and we send you a reminder bill for anybody whose taxes are not paid. We send a second bill in April, just to say, hey, look, you know, this isn't paid. Just want to let you know. And um, so in April, a three percent penalty is added. We mail out a tax bill to you, and then. Beginning of May, if they're still not uh, paid, then we actually advertise it in the newspaper uh, as being delinquent for three uh, times. We, it runs three separate times in May. Um, just advising everybody, hey, you know, your taxes aren't paid. We just want to you know, try to let you know. And then when the end of May, any taxes that are not paid, then we are required to have an auction and sell a tax certificate on that delinquent balance. And we typically do that May 31st because it's done online. So we can do it whether it's the weekend or during the day or whatever. So May 31st is when we do the tax certificate sale. Okay, then. Thank you. I'm glad you mentioned tax certificate because someone was asking about that. They want to know what is a tax sale certificate. What is that? Okay, yeah. Well, okay, explain that a little more. And do you lose your property? Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's a, so a tax certificate is simply, as we said earlier, you know the taxing authorities they set their their budgets based on how much money they're going to collect off off of property taxes. So when when taxes are not paid and they're delinquent, the taxing authorities you know they need that money to offer services you know for the police and fire department and road paving. So so we have to collect. So what a tax certificate is. Is you know we advertise it in the newspaper that taxes aren't paid. We have an online auction, and so people people we do it on, the, on online worldwide, kind of like this podcast, right? It's online worldwide. Yes. And so we we do a, an online auction, and so people can come in, and whatever the taxes are, that's what we're going to collect. But then they bid on the interest rate that they're going to earn for paying your taxes. So the, the maximum allowed by Florida is 18%, and the auction is actually a reverse auction. 
So if me and you are bidding on a certificate, which you know it's blind, we can't see who you know we can't see what anybody else is doing. But if we're if we're bidding instead of like a, a traditional auction where it's the highest bidder gets it, this auction is the lowest bidder gets it. So eighteen uh-huh. percent is the most it can be, and then people people you know bid it down, you know, all the way down to zero. And when the auction closes, whoever has the lowest interest rate bid will win that certificate. So they'll pay your taxes for you, but then they that earns them a right to earn interest on that money. And then, you know, that certificate every month, a little more interest is added to it. So you're, you're, wherever taxes are owed, plus a little more interest every month. And uh, so then that certificate is valid for seven years on your property. If you don't pay it off, Nothing happens to you. It it can stay attached to your property for seven years. It's earning interest every month. Um, at the end of the seven years, if nothing happens, then that certificate will become void. It means it's no longer enforced. But most of our certificates are foreclosed on. And that process is called a tax deed application, which is what we don't want to happen. We don't want – I don't want anybody – to lose their property, um, but you know it's state law, so it's a process we have to go through. So when that tax certificate is sold for the first two years, remember it's, it's valid for seven, but for the first two years, the certificate holder they can't take any action to foreclose. After two years, then they can foreclose uh, at any time. And like I said, that process is called a tax deed application. And so your, I think the other part of your question was, you know, can you lose your property? And the answer is yes. So, okay. so when this when this happens, it, it's a it's a process, a tax deed process. You know, uh, tax deed application is filed with my office, and then we we do a title search, we send it over to the court court's office, and then the property owner and anybody who may be have an interest in it, there's lien holders or next door neighbors. The clerk of court mails a letter to them to let them know this is happening, certified letter. Sometimes the sheriff will put a notice on the door if it's a house. And then it's also advertised in the newspaper for four consecutive weeks. And then then it goes to auction at the clerk of court's office. And then that auction is highest bidder gets it. So, yeah, if you don't pay your property taxes, unfortunately you could lose your property. Okay. Now, question was just... Uh text in to me, they want to know, is there a cost for the tax sales certificate? Do you have to pay for that? You might have said it, but they, they didn't get it. Oh, you know, yeah. if you, yeah, is there a cost for it? If so, how much? Well, what, what you're paying when you, when, you win the ta- when you win the tax certificate, what you're paying is whatever the property taxes are for that person, whatever, you know, whatever it may be, plus the interest that it's earned. You know, so, so everything you pay, whatever it is, is the amount you're going to earn interest on. So it's so yeah. So there is a cost. I mean, it's the cost of the tax certificate and the delinquent taxes and that and that stuff. But um, you know, to go on the site and look around and eh, there's no cost to register. It's free to register to, at the site. Um, okay. But if you win one, then yes, I guess there is a cost. Like any auction, right? There's money has to be exchanged there. So you know, I, there's not a set fee because you know property taxes are all, all different. 
But the, answer, the short answer is yes, there is a cost, but that's that's what you're that's what you're bidding. That's what you're you want to get that tax certificate so you can earn interest on that money. Don't know if I explained that really well, but yes, there's a cost, I guess. <laughs> okay, okay. If they if you didn't explain it well, I have my staff listening. If you didn't explain it well, they'll they'll text me back and I can uh, have you elaborate. But so far, I don't get I, I didn't get a follow up text. Okay, now is there a payment plan? Payment plans available? Are there payment plans available? Yes, we have two uh, payment plans. You know, just about everything in our office is driven by, you know, Florida statute. And so we have two payment plans. One of them is called installments. And that one starts in June. So it's four payments. So, so it, it, it confuses some people. But it starts in June. So you make one payment in June, one payment in September, one payment in December, and then one payment in March. So you make you make three payments in one year and one payment in the next year. So that's uh, it's called the installment plan. It spreads your tax bill out over the course of a year. Um, you get discounts on each one of those payments. So like your June payment is discounted six percent. Your uh, September is four and a half percent discounted. The December payment is three percent, and of course March there is no discount. And so that's the installment plan. We have, you know, uh, 1,000, 1,200, 1,500 people on the installment plan. I mean, it's real good because it spreads it out over the course of the year. We mail you a bill uh, at the beginning of each one of those payment periods. Um, if anybody wants to sign up for that, all they got to do is come to the office and fill the application out, and we can set you up. It is, that payment plan is too late, though, for the tax bills that are in people's hands right now. We can't can't do that because we've already missed June and September. So that payment plan wouldn't work right now. Now, the other payment plan we have is called partial payments. And basically what that plan is, and that was, that's actually our newest payment plan. It started about five years ago probably. Is it's, That is a payment plan strictly on you. It's however you want to do it. If you, you have five months to get your taxes paid. So if you want to come in and pay me one-fifth of your property taxes for the five months, and at the end of March you'll have everything paid, you can do that. If you want to do half now and half later when you get your income tax check, you can do that. Um, it's, it's however you want to do it. Now, the negative part on that, on the uh, partial payment plan, is one, we don't send you a bill. As a reminder, it's all on you to do. And two, you lose all of your discounts if you do the partial payment plan. So I tell people who are interested in that plan, I said, well, look at your March, whatever amount's doing your March bill or your March, uh, that March payment box, that is what you're paying towards. And some people it works out for them because they want to pay you know, half now and half when they get their income tax check. And, you know, we can do that, but just remember you're going to, you're going to lose your discounts if you do that. So we encourage everybody to sign up for the installment plan if they can. But you know, for some people, that doesn't fit their budgets, and some people, it's too late. So anybody who has a tax bill in their hand right now for 2023, we still can do the uh, partial payment plan. But, you know, we're, we're at the end of December now, right? So we only got three months to get the taxes paid. But if anybody wants to do that, we can still do partial payments for the 2023 taxes. 
Now, the partial payment that you're talking about, Mr. Mr. Keene, that partial payments have to be done in equal um, segments, or maybe if somebody want to come in and pay $10, the next time they want to pay uh, uh, maybe $200, but it has to be equally distributed, or can they decide how much they want to pay? The partial, so the the two payment plans, the installment is is equal payments, right? We our, our system figures that out for you. Partial okay. payments, the one that we just talked about, that you know you have your bill now and it's all on you. That that you can pay whatever you want to pay. If you want to give me ten dollars today, come back in January and give me two hundred. That's that's all on you, and that that's acceptable. You just have to come into our office so we can set you up for that and get you going and you know you're if you're doing that payment plan your goal is whatever in that march when your tax bill there's a you know a payment box for march that's the goal you're working towards because you will lose all your discounts that we talked about earlier if you do that but you know some people have to do it that way and that's and that's okay that's why we have that option so okay and i and typically you know that in other states this case i mean other Counties, just in case other people are listening in other counties, that's a statewide law, so that every county can do that. But we also we are allowed to charge a ten dollar uh, fee for every one of those payments that you make. Um, I don't charge that; I waived it for our citizens. Um, but other counties may do that. So, just in case your listeners are listening in other counties in Florida, you know. If you go to do that as your tax collector, you know they may collect that ten dollar fee uh, from you per payment. I, I chose not to do that because I didn't want to. I didn't want to add any extra burden to our, our people. So, yeah. But you know, just listening to you, and I'm not trying to get into browning points. It seems as if your door is open or your doors are open, and all they have to do is walk in, and then introduce themselves and tell you their concern, and you're there to help them. They don't have to lose their property. All they have to do is communicate with you, and you're there to help them. And I, I appreciate what you're saying, and I'm sure the listeners will be, be more relaxed at the end of this session. In other words, you're there to help them. Uh, you say, come uh, in, come in, I can help you. I, mean, I love I you. You someone. Okay, go on. I was saying I can't do much about the dollar amount, right? Because that's my hands are tied, and I don't want anybody to lose their property. People work hard for that property, you know. Yes. And, and taxes are an unfortunate thing. We all have to pay it, but you know, it, it, it frustrates me when we and somebody's about to lose their property. It's not a surprise because we send multiple letters to them. Sometimes you know I go physically knock on their door. So it's not a surprise when it happens, but it frustrates me when people come in the day before their property is scheduled to be sell to be sold, and like say you know I can't do anything. We can't do anything at that point, you know, when it's being sold tomorrow. And people say, well, I got your letters. I just threw them up on the counter and never opened them. I'm like, you know, I didn't write you a letter to say how you're doing. I was writing you a letter because there are some issues that we you know. So the earlier, the better. Anybody has some kind of issues like that, the earlier, the better that you get involved in that process, the better chance we have of, of hopefully, can't guarantee it, right, but hopefully getting you some help or working something out for you so you don't lose that property. Because Very good. Me, well, I'm me, glad that. 
I was going to say, I know me and I know uh, Mr. Jay Swisher, our clerk court. You know, we don't want anybody to lose that property. Unfortunately, it's state law. It's a process we have to follow. But, you know, anything we can do to help legally, you know, we're, we're there for it. So. Yes. By what you've said today, you know, what you, what you, that statement that you just made, we honestly believe that you have a lot of love in your heart and you want to help everyone. So you're not a mind reader. They need to come to you and talk to you. Don't wait until the last minute or wait until the, the day before or the hour before something's happened. Come to you, talk to you early, and you will help them because you sound like you know a lot about what you're doing. In your introduction, we know that you're capable here in Columbia County and all over the world as a tax collector. All we have to do is warm up and come and ask you. And I'm sure, you know, when you, like you mentioned something about they charge this in the other parts of the state, but you don't charge it. So you, you're trying to help people. And as I said, I'm not saying this to get into browning points, but I'm just elaborating on what I'm hearing you say. But let's move on because I know you have a busy schedule and everything, and it's just a joy having you on here because I want the the listeners to fasten their seatbelts because I knew they were in for a treat. And you're going to have a lot of smiles. You know, when you go out for lunch, you're going to have a lot of people smiling. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, now tell us about the real ID and why we have to have it. Oh, absolutely. So this is a program that started before I became tax collector. Um, it's unfortunately, if everybody remembers the the tragic events of September the 11th and the hijackers who you know hijacked the planes and, and flew them into the buildings. Those yes. uh, majority of those terrorists had Florida driver's license. And and so the Real ID Act is a federal program put in by, I believe it's President Bush, our second one. And it's basically to have a uniform standard all across the country of, of documents needed to get your driver's license. So when you come into our office, you know, you have to produce uh, certain documents. We know that that is actually... Who, you know, you getting your driver's license, and um, it was it was supposed to go into effect many many years ago, and certain states are dragging their feet in adopting the standards, and then of course COVID hit, so it pushed everything back. So, so what a real idea is most everybody who has gotten a driver's license from our office in the last ten years is real ID compliant. But if your listeners want to pull out their driver's license, they can look at it. And in the upper right-hand corner, you should have a gold star. Or, or if uh, they have a Florida ID, maybe not a driver's license, but a Florida ID, in, in that upper right-hand corner, there should be a gold star. If you have the gold star, you are real ID compliant. You don't have to do anything else again. Um, if you are getting a first-time driver's license, like my 15-year-old just got his a, a week ago, then... You have to bring in certain documents to, to prove who you are so we can make sure that we're really issuing a driver's license to the person that they say they are. And so the basic documents that you need would be like a certified copy of your birth certificate. You would, if you are um, married and changed your name, you need to bring in your marriage license. Uh, you need to at least know your Social Security number because we, we plug that in and it, and it verifies with Social Security. 
Um, and then you need to bring in at least two bills with your home address so we can verify that that address that we're putting on your tax bill is really your address. Um, that's the basic documents. Of course, we get into you know, people born uh, you know, on military bases overseas or you know, uh, other issues. So it gets a little complicated, but that's the basic list. They can look at my – anybody that's interested in that can go to my website and look. Uh, we have a more extensive list of, uh, of those documents. But it's, you know, it's a nationwide program, and, and the reason you need that uh, real ID is because when this fully goes into effect, and right now it is slated to go into effect May 7th of 2025, so we got another you know, little, almost two years, a year and a half. So it, when it goes into effect, you won't be able to fly anymore without the gold star and your driver's license. You won't be able to get into any government building that requires an ID without that gold star. And the biggest one is think about this social security office, right? A lot of people, wow. a lot of people go into that. So, it, at some point, the federal government is going to have to stop extending this deadline. Um, so right now, it is it's scheduled May seventh of twenty twenty five to go into effect. Um, they could extend it again. You know, there's no telling. But uh, it was supposed to have been in effect at least ten years ago because Florida was one of the first states to adopt this. And um, so it, it, it causes a little heartburn for some people, you know, trying to find a birth certificate and that kind of stuff. So we, we actually issue birth certificates here in our office for people. If you're born in Florida, we can issue a birth certificate just in case. Um, it, it causes some issues for, you know, people who may have been married and divorced and remarried because of the name changing multiple times. Uh, but, it, you know, it's, it's a federal law that we have to follow. So, you know, it's uh, most everybody in Columbia County though is real ID. So we're 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 past the heartburn phase, I believe, of that of the program. So, okay, wow, you are loading our brains today. Yes, <laughs> you. I know my brain. Oh my goodness! For those of you who are listening, you can hear uh, Mr. King on this podcast. It's ourofexcellence.com, and it's going to be posted for a long time, so you can go back and listen to it and re-listen to it, if that's a word. Because he is just like he talking about the little star on the ID, on the, on the, uh, <laughs> on the uh, license. I got to go back and check and see if I have that star up there. I must have it. But thank you for that yeah, information. I think, you, I think you do. I think you're good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, you said that on you said it on Nationwide Podcast. So did all of you hear that? Bernie's press is good. <laughs> okay. I, I think you have it. Yeah, you've gotten your license in the last six or seven years, I'm sure. That's right. Well, thank you very much. Now I can drive. I can go out and speed down the road because I well, know I, I got I, it. I, 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 I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, you know, you should did Okay. All right, then. Now, Mr. Kyle, Mr. King, <laughs> what type of transactions can be done online? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that this, it's a that's a growing list of, of things. But you know, we we encourage people if you can go online to do transactions. It keeps you out of the office. You know, it keeps you from having to come up here and fight in this traffic and parking situations. But um, we you can do our property tax payments can be paid online. Uh, you can do a, a driver's license renewal. Um, motor vehicle tag renewal, and so so if you did your driver's license, that's going to be mailed from the state of Florida. 
So you, know, you go online, you just renew your license, nothing's changing. Uh, you, you go ahead and do that, and the state of Florida will mail it to you. On your motor vehicle tag renewals, which you can do online, we actually get that the next day. So if you go online today, renew your tag, we'll get that tomorrow. We'll process it and put it in the mail tomorrow. So, you know, it's, some people, you know, trying to find time to come up here and do that kind of stuff. It's, uh, it's just as easy to go online and do it. Um, you can also do mobile home and boat registration renewals. Same thing. You do it today online. We'll mail it out, out to you tomorrow. Hunting and fishing can be done online. Um, and that's a big one right now because I don't know, just in case your listeners are hunters or fisher, fishermen or fisherwomen, um, the state of Florida has reduced what they call their uh, gold sportsman lifetime license. So basically, you get that, you'll never have to buy another license in the state of Florida again. And wow. right, right now, through January 13th, the state of Florida has reduced that, is giving a 50% reduction. So uh, me being 47, my, my fee for that would be over $1,000 if I wanted to buy that normally. And right now it's $501. So it's a good deal, especially if you, if you get it for um, a, a younger kid. You know, it's zero to four or, you know, uh, 5 to 13, 5 to 12, those are the brackets, and 13 and up is considered to be adults. So it's, it's a big savings right now for anybody who wants to, to do that. Um, and we have that on our website also in case anybody wants to check it. But, um, you know, from zero to four, you're looking at a little over $100, maybe $200, and they'll never have to buy another license again in their, in their life, another, a Florida license. Wow. So it's, it's a good deal right now. I, I, you know, they, the governor signed an executive order to encourage more people to get outside and outdoors, and this is part of, uh, of the plan. I think he also reduced state park entrance fees by 50% to try to encourage people to you know, get outdoors and enjoy the sunshine state. So it, it's a good program, but you know, that they would need to come into our office to do. They can do that part online. But anybody who's buying a regular hunting and fishing license, you can do that online. You don't have to come in. Um, and then, like, ordering a state, if you, if you have a, a title and you want to order one, you can go online and order that. It would be mailed from the state of Florida, so you don't have to come in. You're more welcome to come in, but, you know, we do have a, a large selection of things that can be done online, you know, to help people out. Okay. Very good. Now, Mr. Kyle Keene, you are a superstar. And as I said, I'm not saying that just because. But now, all of this that you've told us about, how do you deal with stress? Or do you ever have, are you ever in a stressful situation? How do you deal with that? Uh, well, stress, you know, it, it, it happens in any job, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> Anywhere you go. No. Yeah, anywhere yes, I, I will. Do I know? That's right, right. Uh, you have different kind of stress. Uh, I always joke around when I taught school. I used to uh, before I taught school, I had hair. Now, you know, now I don't. So it's a uh, it's a stressful situation, but it, it's part of the job. I, you know, I'm I consider myself to be a happy, go lucky kind of guy, and and uh, you know, we just roll with it when we can, and uh, try to keep it as less stressful as we can. Right? That's always the goal. <laughs> Wow, that is wonderful. That is wonderful. That's why you 
you, I mean, that's how you can live longer and you can look, look your age rather than 99 or something like that. Okay. Now, in your job, Mr. Mr. King, what are some of the biggest challenges you are currently facing? Well, I mean, you know, our, uh, our biggest issue right now is growth. You know, the whole state of Florida, you know, is growing. What's a thousand people a day are moving, moving here to Florida. Uh, they're moving, you know, here in Columbia County. It's it's just the growth in our county because, you know, we, we we don't have an ocean, we don't have Disney World, so you know our uh, our ability to to fund our office is you know is challenged. So, uh, you know, we since I looked it up since 2017. We've we've experienced a 12% increase in transactions. So I mean, 12 we're doing 12% more than we normally do. And I mean, I think this year we're we're going to reach uh, over 200,000 transactions in this office. Wow, which is a lot considering that, that you know my staff hasn't increased at all. I got 22. Well, actually, I have 21. January 8th, I'm bringing on two more people. So, you know, we'll be fully staffed at 20, 22 people, 23 actually. Um, and, you know, we're doing everything we can to, to manage that growth. But it's, uh, I mean, it, it's, we're growing. And just like everybody, everybody's experiencing the, the growing pains. And it's just it's managing that growth, a growth in transactions, growth of uh, people coming in our doors. Uh, because, you know, I, I'm judged, I think, on, on, Customer service, how how my how our, our team members uh, treat the public, and then how fast you, I get you in and out. You know, okay. the, the DMV has that that bad reputation, right? Of being slow and taking long. <laughs> Snail so, fashion. Yeah. I mean, we 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 strive for twenty minutes in and out the door. Very uh, good. And, and we and we hit that most times. There's going to be times you need to come in at lunch. You come in on on a Monday or a Friday after a holiday, you know we're not going to hit that mark. But uh, you know most times we we strive for twenty minutes in and out the door, um, and we hit that most times. We track that you know stuff. So it it my biggest challenge is how to handle the growth uh, of our office uh, and the you know the transaction we're doing. You know we we get two hundred and fifty to three hundred phone calls a day in this office. We tried that also. I mean, so there's some days we get over 500 phone calls. So it, 500 phone yes, calls? Yes. The phone, it doesn't wow. start ringing. It doesn't start ringing. <laughs> and I got, uh-huh. I have 22 people that have to wait on customers and answer the phone. So it, it it's a challenge, you know, so, you know, on that. But, but, you know, we have a great team here. They are a good mixture of experience and new people. And uh, and they pull together when we, when it's crunch time. We pull together, and uh, and they get the job done. I tell them all the time. I I would put my 22 people in this office up against any other tax collector in the state of Florida about how how we work together as a team. So uh, yeah, we handle it, but it, it is a challenge sometimes. Very good. Thank you for your elaboration on that, Mr. King. You seem to be a a great person, and as I say, when I make compliment compliments like that, it's not that I'm trying to get brownie points. I hope you know me well enough that I'm not trying, but I'm just speaking truth to power because I think that we need to know what 
the, our elected officials are doing and how they can help us. So you are really letting us know that you're someone that we can, we can freely come in and talk to and you will give us honest advice. You seem to be, well, I, I almost said something that, that I would say if I were in church, but I better back up with that. But anyway, tell me some of the ways in which you can get involved in the community. Absolutely. Well, you know, we, we, I encourage uh, community involvement here. Like I said, we just did the parade. I think we've done the parade. I've, I've been in office three years now, so we've done the, the Rotary Christmas Parade all three years. Uh, even Fort White, we do Fort White's Christmas Parade and, and support them. Uh, one of our biggest uh, involvements is we have a fundraiser here in our office called Kids Tag Art. So if there's any any listeners that have a elementary school kid in first through fifth grade here in Columbia County, they they draw a, t- a tag in their art class, and it's a, it's a tag that goes on the front of your card. You know, it doesn't go on your back. You can't put it back there and drive around with it. But it's a it's a vanity vanity license plate. And so it goes on the front of their car, and the kids draw it, and then we, we sell that to the parents. They can order them, and it, it raises money for our art teachers. You know, uh, art and music, and other, those are very critical to the development of our kids. Mm-hmm. And you know, they, they have a finite you know, amount of money that they can spend on those kids. So this, this program helps raise money for the, for the art teachers, and... Uh, we get sponsorships from the community to help pay for it, so it doesn't cost a tax. I don't. I don't use any tax collector dollars, any of the public money to to, to pay for that program. Nothing. None of that comes out of this office. Um, and so the sponsors they pay for the program. The art teachers draw it. They sell the tag. They get to keep the profit. And sponsorship dollars are are spread out among all nine elementary schools that we have. And we doing. We've been doing it about nine years now. And I haven't I haven't added up the numbers for this year yet, but last year's number. So so far, we've given we've raised over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for wow. for teachers here in Columbia County. So it's it's a statewide program. It's, it was started in Polk County by their tax partner, Mr. Joe Tedder, down there, and they presented at our conferences. And Mr. Brandon he brought it back one day from one of the conferences and. Uh, Gave it to me when I was uh, on his staff and said, you know, we want to do this. And I said, absolutely. And uh, we jumped on it and have been running as hard as we can with it. It's a real good program. People can look when they're driving around. You can look at the front of people's cars and you'll see, you'll see these little hand-drawn, you know, artwork uh, of their kids uh, on their car. Uh, we do Christmas ornaments so, so Granny and Grandpa or Mom and Dad can hang it on the tree. So it's uh, it's a real good program. I encourage anybody who wants to. Be a sponsor of our of it. Let me know. Uh, you know, we we will take all we can get. So what love for children! Now this is so great. Now this is really put the icing on the cake because Psalm one twenty seven three says, "Children are a gift from God; they are His reward." And you are doing that for children. Absolutely, that absolutely. is super. Now well, when I wife, see that on. I was gonna say, Mr. Brown, my, you know, my wife the, was a teacher. Now she's a principal, and my mom retired as an educator. So it's, you know, the, the kids and uh, education is very important to me. Wow, that is great. Out of everything that you've said today, that's 
one thing that has touched my heart in such a special way, love for children. And it's about our children. And when you invest in our children, then we got a great world. That's right. I agree. Great world. That's right. And thank you for the love that you're generating, Mr. King. Thank you very much. And it's because you are such a good leader. And and as I said, people who are listening, they know who Mr. Kyle King is now. They probably thought they knew him, but now they know him. Now, what is it about your office that people would say, wow, it would surprise people. What is it about the office that was that, that people would, is that a personal question? Oh, no, no. Uh, it's actually a good question because I, I, I've learned this the other day. I, was, I didn't know it, but it, about how successful motor voter registrations are. So, you know, when you come in and get a driver's license for the first time here, you know, we ask you if you want to register to vote uh, or if you do any kind of changes to your driver's license, change your name, change your mailing address. We, we ask you if you want to update your voter registration at the same time. And um, I was doing some research for numbers, and I didn't realize how successful that program is for us. You know, we, we do, on average, uh, over 3,000, um, what you call it, voter registrations, voter address changes in, in our system. So we, so we get that you know, information electronically, and we send it to the supervisor elections office who you know, checks it out and enters it into their system form. So it's it's we are the uh, number one stop for that in the county. So, you know, surprisingly, I didn't realize it was that successful until I looked it up. It surprised me. I was like, man, I did not I did not know that. Uh-huh. So you know, that's it's called Motor Voter. It's been in, in place for many years in the state of Florida, and so it's you know opportunity when you're doing your driver's license and and getting that done. You also can. Register to vote, switch parties, change your name, uh, whatever whatever it, you know you're doing. You can also correct your voter registration information too. And voting is very important. So, you know, I'm glad I'm glad we have that ability to help the supervisor elections out and, and collect that information for them. Very good. And we're supposed to have the supervisor election on here too, and she is going to enlighten the uh, listening audience just like you are doing that. So that is so great, so, so great. I'm just overwhelmed, and I just, I'm really happy that I was able to get you on so the world will know that we have a gym here, not a J-I-M, but a G-E-M here <laughs> in Columbia <laughs> County. And I know a, a, lot of, a lot of you want him, but sorry, we got him. We got him. We got our stamp approval on it, so we got him. Yes, yes. Now, one thing that I can say about your office, whenever we call, you know, a lot of times when you call a particular office and you want to speak with the person in charge, they put you on hold. They keep you a long time. But any time that I've called your office, Mr. Kyle, for you, it's just a matter of seconds before I'm connected with you. I don't know if you wired to every phone here in Columbia County, but it's not a long wait 
for us to communicate, for not for me to communicate. And I know everybody's the same way. Well, you are there. Okay, go on. You want to say okay, something? That's that's because I told my staff. I said, when Miss Presley calls, you find me right then. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, you know, they, they they know I you know like you said earlier I have the open door and they know it and and I you know, I I answer sometimes when they, we're real busy and the phones ringing all around I ask, I actually answer the calls for the customers I know that. and they're surprised to say oh I'm talking to the tax cutter. I said yes man we're all we're all chipping in and helping out wherever we can so okay. yeah I'm, I'm there I'm 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 an open door so it's you know. I'm there to I'm there to serve, so whatever it takes. Yeah, that's right. And uh you have already told us how we can contact you. But now this has been a joy and as I introduce you as a superlative and any positive name that I can think of would describe you and I'm just I'm really I'm just overjoyed, that's why I'm laughing. And I'm blessed to be able to let everybody know the wonderful person we have in Columbia County. And to let you know, you cannot get him in case you're listening. You cannot get him because he is rooted here in Columbia County. Yes. So now. Ms. Perez, I like to tell tell about it. And no tax collectors in the Bible, we have a bad name. I said, just remember, Matthew was a tax collector and the Lord made him a disciple. So there's still, there's, you know, we're not all bad. So. (laughs) Now, you know, that was good. See, that was, now that was good. That was very good. You see, he's a well-rounded person. You know, we have ourselves something. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to campaign for you for the next election, but at this time, you got my, uh-oh, I start to say it, but I can't, I, I'm forgetting that I'm on the radio. Now, I'm on podcast. But, but anyway, is there anything else, any closing remarks that you have, that you would like to, and I'm trying to look over my list to see if anybody, anyone has called in since we started talking. But I think you covered everything. Okay. Well, but, I mean, if you, if you need anything else, just you know, shoot me an email, and I can, you know, give you a reply back if there's any other questions. But uh, you know, just to close, you know, I I always tell people I, I I appreciate them. I I thank them every day for allowing me to to serve in this job. It's uh, people ask me all the time, how do you like it? I say, I love it. Love it every day. I come to work. It's uh, it's always fun. It's something different, and you know we, I started out talking about being a servant of, of this community, and uh, I, I am. I, I enjoy it, and I, it's a blessing every day that I get to come in and, and serve uh, the citizens of Columbia County, and I, I I thank them every day for that. So. Very good. I think there was one question, uh, okay, Mister Mister King, that was uh that was given to me. It's about deadline to pay your tax, and I hope I can say it the way that they gave it to me. And if your tax, maybe if your taxes due on maybe November thirtieth, and you paying by mail, and if you mail, you put your your um, payment in the mail on the thirtieth, which will be postmarked on the thirtieth. When it's received in your office, going to be after the thirtieth. Would you consider? Late would that payment considered late, or because it was postmarked on thirtieth, it would be on on uh, you know on time. You understand the question? I, I absolutely, I do. Yep. So mm. we we accept now, now one caveat. This is for current taxes only, right? So current yes. taxes only. 
we accept the postmark. So like we talked about earlier, to get that 4% discount, you have to pay it in November. So as long as you put it in the mail and it is postmarked November 30th, whenever I get it, you'll get the 4% discount for that. Uh, so, and, and, that, and that applies for any deadline, you know, any of those tax deadlines. I can't do that for current taxes. I'm mean, sorry. I can't do that for delinquent taxes um, because the first of every month, more interest is added, and, and those certificate holders are entitled to that money. So for delinquent, we can't accept postmark, but for current taxes, we absolutely do. Very good. Very good. Very good. Okay, Mr. Kyle, it has been a joyous experience having you here. And you have given me bragging rights, so I can brag about you all over the state of Florida, all over the world. I can brag about you because, you know, the uh, the things that you have told us, it benefits all of us, and you're very open and you're very honest, and that stands out as a positive from a person. And we thank you for being you because guess what, Mr. King, no one else qualifies. That's right. At this time, <laughs> okay, go on. we will let you have the last word. Anything you would like to say in closing, this is your opportunity, and you can elaborate as long as you like. I just repeat what I said earlier. I, you know, I thank you for having me again. I think this is probably what our second or third time uh, at talking. It's always fun, always a good conversation that we have. And you know, I am here for for you know, anybody that wants to come in and talk. My door is open. I tell them all the time, don't be scared. You don't you don't have to pay every time you come into the tax court office. So you can come in and, and sit down and talk with me, and, you know, I, I, it's an honor and a privilege to serve uh, Columbia County, and I, I, I thank everybody for giving me the opportunity.